Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, Alwyn Moran's baby developmental business, CogniKids, is going from strength to strength and she joins us now to tell us about her entrepreneurial journey. Alwyn, start by providing us with an insight into your own background. Hi, good morning, Carl. Thanks for having me. So my background is in education and in neurodevelopment. So I was a secondary school teacher um, for about 16 years. Um, I lectured then as well uh, in Trinity and I also worked then in private practice working with children with um, learning learning difficulties and behavioural challenges. So what acted as the catalyst for you to establish CogniKids? So really, I suppose when I was training actually for my um, neuropsychology, I um, learned, and this is pre-babies, so I learned all about, you know, kind of the importance of the development of milestones and achieving them and so on and so forth. And, you know, 10 years passed and I hadn't kind of really put any um, association personally to uh, everything that I had learned and that I was working with and so on until I had my first baby who happened, well, he's almost 17 now, but um, he happened to be born uh, prematurely. So he was seven weeks early and um, I knew then that it was quite important for him to hit as many milestones as possible and if I could do anything to help him that I would because obviously preemies are at a higher risk of developmental delay. So um, crawling is one of my big passions and uh, a big kind of favourite milestone of mine and it was really important that he crawled on his hands and knees cross crawl and when it came to that time he was actually really really struggling on the wooden and tile floors that are in my home and that really kind of made me focus on what was needed. And I was like, God, they really need to make some clothing with, you know, grips on the knees. And that was kind of where it started. What is CogniKids today and how do your products help a baby's neurological development? Yeah, so CogniKids today is a company that designs and manufactures developmental products for babies. Um and our products are patented, so it means that they are, they are something completely new and innovative. And they're basically designed to allow babies hit their developmental milestones or encourage them to help develop um, fine motor skills or particular um, developmental uh, categories that they need to in those early years. So brain development is really critical and the fastest in the first three years of life. So I kind of just take a look at how are how's the world changing? How is it impacting child development? Uh, what is a fad and what is here to stay? And then have a look at how I can kind of circumvent some of that. So our most recent products, our Sip, Dip and Grip products, um, are actually designed to help little ones uh, develop their um, pincer grip and their fine motor skills in their hands because of screened devices that little ones are now being given. And there's huge research to, sh- to support and to show that they're not developing their fine motor skills in their hands um, as much as they should be. So that's why all of our products have that extra benefit for them. So they really help them to develop those fine motor skills. And Alwyn, in terms of manufacturing the product in China, how difficult was it for you to find the right manufacturing company to partner with? And how do you maintain quality assurance in that supply chain? 
So we are very careful. I tend to try to get an introduction if I'm changing manufacturers to a factory that is manufacturing for maybe one or two other companies that I know um, so that it's not because we'd be a small enough entity um, you want them to feel they have a bit of responsibility and that if they mess up for me that they might lose the business of two other businesses as well you know that way so um, there's a bit more skin in the game for them I suppose um, then we look for um, audits factory audits to make sure everything is you know that they're ethical manufacturers and that can be um, tough enough uh, to get some of those and if there's any issue ever in any of them providing those because they should get them yearly um we just don't, like, you know, we cease communication because there's no point. They, if they don't have it, we don't want to deal with them. Um, and an ethical audit just means that, um, you know, the factory is clean, their workers are um, looked after, they're paid, you know, a proper wage, uh, they get proper holidays, um, you know, that they're not working 20 hours a day, all that sort of thing, uh, on top of all of the manufacturing processes as well. So that's really important for us. Um, to make sure that we have that. So how has the business grown over the years, Alwyn, and what particular strategies have been effective in that regard? It has grown slow and steady, um, I suppose is probably the the best way to describe it. Um, And, you know, we've just been careful. Uh, We obviously got a couple of you know, accounts across the line that we thought, oh my God, we're going to be massive really quickly. And, you know, and then between the jigs and the rails, something happens um, and it doesn't come to fruition. So I've learned again not to celebrate anything until I see the products on the shop floor. So what I tend to do is I'm very visual and I tend to have a vision board um, or, well, it's not fancy vision board actually it's a whiteboard sitting directly in front of me I'm looking at it now but I'll print off the logo of a store um, or a group of retailers that I want to get our products into and I just put it on the um, board in front of me so that it's something that's constantly there and until I get them then it doesn't come off basically so I'm not sure if that's probably in any business strategy books but that works for me because it just it's like a little visual reminder every day or every week that I need to loop in and send a little email and we've literally just converted this year even though retail was kind of crazy and loads of um, retailers were not taking on new brands and things. We've literally um, in March launched in Jojo Mom Baby in the UK. So we, we converted them. Um, we're in 110 stores now in the UK with them. And they've been on my radar for about four years. And Alwyn, of course, a number of years back, you appeared on Dragon's Den seeking investment for Cogni Kids. <laughs> but in terms of securing investment in the interim period, what has your yeah. experience been like? So I um, actually raised 600000 in investment since then. I declined Gavin's offer. Um, he was looking for a crazy amount of uh, equity and he knew it as well at the time. Um, <laughs> and we've, our paths have crossed a million times over and he just laughs, you know, um, so there's no bad blood there at all. He's a lovely guy. But um, since then, I raised 600,000. However, um, between the jigs and the reels, um, there was just a slight issue with the deadline from one of our 
investors, uh, which had a knock-on effect with some state funding, which meant that actually it never came to fruition. And I was absolutely gutted because I'd worked about eight months on it. Um, And, you know, like raising money as a female founder is challenging enough, but raising money as a female founder who's a single parent who is also in the baby business is really challenging because it's not a sexy tech company. I've just focused on actually sales and growing the business and that's what has happened. So we've just kind of grown organically Um, and we were about to go back out just before COVID hit looking for some uh, investment now um, but not as a startup, but as uh, investment for growth, which is a very different type of investment because we obviously have, you know, a good business and we just need now to grow. We need that injection of capital. Um, and then COVID, obviously. So I just, again, took the foot off the pedal in creating PowerPoints and pitch decks and all that sort of stuff. And again, refocused uh, on sales and online and Instagram and that. And again, we've, you know, seen huge growth in the last 12 months in particular. You made an interesting point there that I'd like to delve into a bit deeper and that's about the challenges associated with being a female entrepreneur and of course being a single mother at the same time. Do you genuinely believe that that has gone against you along the way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, even with the banks, even looking for, you know, like a a loan um, where they'll kind of go, is there a second income in the house? (laughs) You're like, no. So, you know, they don't like it at all. Um, And look, I know they're all risk averse. I get that. But like, you know, running a business is risky. Uh, And you just, if you don't take the risks, you don't create the opportunities. So, um, yeah, the the Irish investor landscape uh, is kind of a particular kind of profile male. Um, And unfortunately, it's particularly in the VC world, most VCs, definitely in Ireland, are male VCs. I do know that Enterprise Ireland and the local enterprise offices around the country are making some headway in terms of introducing particular programmes for female entrepreneurs, whether that's particular competitive start funds or indeed it's the Going for Growth programme. But yeah. what, in your opinion, needs to change to help female entrepreneurs obtain the necessary funds to start and grow a business in Ireland? Yeah. I think to see a few female VCs would be fantastic because actually from all the VC funding um, that went out, I believe in 2020, 94% of it went to male founded businesses, even though there's almost a par between male, female founded um, startups. So there's something wrong in the ecosystem there when you see that much, you know, only 6%. You can flick it the other way and say only 6% of female um, businesses received VC funding. So there really is something wrong. It's, you know, it's, I think, unintentional and I think it's an unconscious bias. Um, But I do definitely think that we really need to have female VCs. We need to encourage VC firms to hire females onto their team. And finally, this morning, Alwyn, let's look to the future for Cogni Kids. What's in store and what are your plans in that regard? 
I'm looking for my um, funding for growth. And when that comes on board, uh, I have one product that's ready to go that I've actually thousands of orders for already, but I just don't have the cash flow there to go into tooling and um, to, to get that on the go just yet. Uh, we'll be growing into the um, elderly and the assisted living market as well. So watch us watch out for that space there. Um, and just, you know, kind of like very strategic, very clever growth. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Alwyn Moran from CogniKids. And I wish her every success in securing the investment that she needs to grow the business. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. South.